0: We started off with the overture to Stephen Sondheim's and Julie Stein's 1959 musical Gypsy, the show based on the memoirs of burlesque queen Gypsy Rose Lee. And we just heard the standard Deep Purple by the David Rose Orchestra, composed by pianist Peter DeRose. As we continue, some satire from Stan Freeberg from 1953. A billboard and cash box number one hit that sold over a million copies. It's a spoof on Jack Webb's popular detective series, *Dragnet*. The legend you are about to hear is true. Only the needle should be changed to protect the record.
1: This is the countryside. My name is St. George. I'm a knight. Saturday, July 10th, 8.05 p.m. I was working out of the castle on the night watch when a call came in from the chief. A dragon had been devouring maidens. Homicide. My job. Slay him. You call me, chief? Yeah, it's the dragon again, devouring maidens. The king's daughter may be next. Mm -hmm. You got a lead? Uh, Nothing much to go on. Said you take that 45 automatic into the lab to have him check on it? Yeah. You were right. I was right? Yeah. It was a gun. 8.22 p.m. I talked to one of the maidens who had almost been devoured. Could I talk to you, ma'am? Who are you? I'm St. George, ma'am. Homicide, ma'am. I want to ask you a few questions, ma'am. I understand you were almost devoured by the ma'am. Is that right, dragon?
2: It was terrible. He breathed fire on me. He burned me already.
1: How can I be sure of that, ma'am?
2: Believe me, I got it straight from the dragon's mouth. <laughs>
1: p.m. I rode over the King's Highway. I saw a man. Stopped to talk to him. Pardon me, sir. Could I talk to you for just a minute, sir?
0: Sure, I don't mind.
1: What do you do for a living?
0: I'm a knave. Didn't
1: they pick you up on a 903 last year for stealing tarts? Yeah.
0: So what, do you want to make a federal case out of it?
1: No, sir. We heard there was a dragon operating in this neighborhood. We just want to know if you've seen him.
0: Sure, i seen him. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Could you describe him for me?
0: What's to describe? You seen one dragon, he's seen them all.
1: Would you try and remember, sir, just for the record? We just want to get the facts, sir.
0: Well, he was, you know, he had orange polka dots. Yes, sir. Purple feet, breathing fire and smoke. Mm Mm-hmm. And one big bloodshot eye right in the middle of his forehead and, uh, like that.
1: Notice anything unusual about him?
0: No, he's just a run-the-mill dragon, you know. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, sir, you can go now.
0: Hey, by the way, how are you going to catch him?
1: I thought you'd never ask. A dragon net. 3.05 p.m. I was riding back into the courtyard To make my report to the lab Then it happened It was a dragon
3: Hey, I'm the fire-breeding dragon You must be St. George, right? Yes, sir I see you got one of them new 45 caliber swords
1: That's about the size of it
3: (laughs) You slay me
1: that's what I wanted to talk to you about.
3: What do you mean?
1: I'm taking it in a 502. You figure it out.
3: What's the charge?
1: Devouring maidens out of season.
3: Out of season? You never pinned that rap on me? Do you hear me, cop?
1: Yeah, I hear you. I got you in a 412, too.
3: A 412? What's a 412?
1: Overacting. Let's go.
0: On September the 5th, the dragon was tried and convicted. His fire was put out and his maiden devouring license revoked. Maiden devouring out of season is punishable by a term of not less than 50 or more than 300 years. What's your biggest problem, Pearson? All of them. Narcotics, Grand Theft Auto, drinking, shoplifting. We got them all. It's not just a problem of law enforcement. It's a community problem. The trouble is there's no community, Captain. These people come piling in here from everywhere. They don't know each other and don't want to. They come out here, make a down payment on the house, and move in with a couple of kids. That doesn't mean they made a home no more than giving a name to a place makes it a community. Yeah, and you get a little weary of hearing every kid give you the same excuse when you tag them. You don't understand. I just want to belong. That's why I did it. Belong to what? What it boils down to is the new morality, doesn't it? A whole new sense of values. The kids see it on television, in magazines, even hear it from the pulpit. God is dead, drug addiction is mind expanding, promiscuity is glamorous, even homosexuality is praiseworthy. How are you going to fight that? It ain't easy. But you got to remember that the vast majority of the juveniles you're handling are the kids next door. They're not hardcore criminals. It's just that for them, it's a great deal more important to be accepted by the other kids than to please their parents. Maybe if you put a couple of men on the lecture circuit, talk to the schools, the PTAs. I got 104 schools, Captain. I got 10 men. You got 12 now. The New Morality was a monologue by Dragnet's detective Joe Friday, played by Jack Webb. Moving along with Polly Bergen, she was an actress, a writer, an entrepreneur. She was from Knoxville, Tennessee, with several hit albums in the 1960s. September in the Rain is from her Columbia LP, Four Seasons of Love.
4: refrain mm-hmm.
0: Boston Pops with a medley from the 1967 Disney movie, Happiest Millionaire, which starred Fred McMurray, music by the Sherman Brothers. The Broadway play was on a book called My Philadelphia Father.
3: If a picture paints a thousand words, then why can't I paint you? The words will never show the you I've come to know. If a face could
0: of rock concluding with if by bread from 1971 and now the classical world of music as we hear the lovely french pianist katia Mbunia tishvili with arvo parts intervallo from her labyrinth album <laughs> That was Richard Southers' Boxing the Compass from his album, released in March of 2022. Concluding this episode of music from Alan's Hideaway, our theme is by Nelson Riddle.